Bonjour, bonjour, and welcome to Mission First, the podcast to get inspired and to learn from successful entrepreneurs who are building a sustainable future for our planet and its people. I know that for you, entrepreneurs out there like me, your time is limited. You love to learn, but you don't always have the time to listen to the long episode of this podcast. So I decided to create a best-of series with a special format, shorter than a coffee break, that you can listen to while drinking your coffee or commuting to work. Holacracy is a kind of organizational forum where, where we try to share power. So it's not like a, a triangle form of the hierarchy, so where Julia and I are on top and we have all the major decisions and then it dripples down to, in the different levels, but it's organized in circles and there are circles who have different responsibilities and also have different mm, decision levels. Get the great people that we work with into the position of um, being able to take the decisions they are good in. But I feel pretty confident that so many people within the team feel so empowered that they will manage to, to keep the company alive in the best uh, way I would also do it. This holacracy system is really looking into giving the most power to the team um, in order that they feel that they have really a share and that they can really design as well the, the company with their values. So the values are the core which keeps us all together. However, if somebody decides that we should open a new uh, acquisition project or something like that, of course, I, they don't have to ask me. If they think it's good and it's beneficial for the for the company, they can do it. And also knowing about how all these um, actions, personal actions, are playing into the value of the company um, gives you such an entrepreneurial spirit because you know, if I spend my time now two hours browsing a website or something, the company loses money and in the end the money, everything is transparent, right? They know that we need to earn a certain amount of money in order to pay, out, pay ourselves well. There are three like things that make that that's part of this holacracy. It's like transparent wages, independent acquisition of projects that one is interested in, and also trans transparency in accounting. So you were before I cut you off to explain what holacracy was. You were explaining. You were talking about accounting and wages. Let's focus on that, and then we can talk about how you how it actually works for the acquisition of projects. So how does it work with the transparent wages and, and, and your transparency in accounting? You were saying you had five people who are actually working on this accounting part, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, they created a system which is uh, organized in different steps. So you have uh, horizontal lines and vertical lines. Horizontal lines is um, engagement level, so how much responsibility do you take? And the vertical lines are like, um, how experienced am I? And on the upper left, so to say, you have the lowest income and on the lower right, you have the highest income. Because on the lower right, you are like horizontally on the most... Uh, out there to take the most responsibility for the company and you are the most experienced one and um, this is transparent to everybody and um, everybody we are we are iterating on it because we also found that um, 
for certain people we have to pay maybe more how can we implement this in the system so there are also kind of hacks which come then on top and stuff like that um, but however this is a really simple uh, table <laughs> and then you can see who is also uh, who is in which category and then you can estimate how much who is earning and also Julia and I are implemented in the system because we are a non-profit we are not allowed to pay us bony and stuff like that in the end of the year right so we live by our wages this is interesting because not everybody wants to take more responsibility so there are people who are happy to uh, actually stay in a lower responsibility category and therefore are also okay with okay that i'm not earning so much more but it's also maybe not so stressful or something do you offer how does it work do you have like flexible time options in your in your in your company and like flexible schedule i think we are only flexible <laughs> sometimes this is hard but yeah yeah we have nobody has the same contract in our company we have people working 24 hours for example per week and then they can uh, uh, spread it over the week however it works for them um, it is of course good to have certain days where you know you can reach them also for themselves because sometimes it's also overwhelming if you have these 24 hours and in the end you're always on um, but we also have parents who say like I work from Monday to Friday from 8 to I don't know 2 And then that's it. And they get more, but that also implements that they need to work on projects which are more, uh, which are more structured and not so fluctuative when it comes to weekend works and stuff like that. So yeah, we have very, very different contracts. For me, this is a key to happiness factor for the team. I think one key aspect to that is uh, being gentle with each other. I think uh, that means to me, we are offering a lot of flexibilities and we are really open-minded about that but we also expect then that the people value that and that they are also trying to be as flexible as possible um, and that works out great because we are not such a big team right we are under 30 people and that works out really well and i think everybody understands the value of this flexibility um, but it only works if you are then also giving as much as you think this is worth to you on the other hand we use of course all the different project management tools like um, for we of course there's email then we use slack for i use slack for most of my communication with the team um, we use asana for acquisition projects project management all that kind of stuff we use google drive uh, so the g suite for our um, yeah day-to-day -day work on documents and stuff like that um, we use glassfrog which is a tool for our holacracy um, management system where you can see who is organized in which circle and who has which responsibilities and stuff like that put a lot of emphasis in sharing knowledge and trying to make knowledge within the company as transparent as possible and of course we have several meetings but we what we also learned we had one team meeting per week till one year ago or something where everybody came together and this is just not working anymore because not everybody can know everything and not everybody needs to know everything and this is just waste of time so we are now 
we, we split it up into different, this also comes with holacracy, that the circles have different meetings. And I don't need to be in every meeting of that. Can people decide to jump into a meeting when they want to? For example, you have these acquisition meetings. Uh, like I'm not in it tomorrow, for example, but if I, I feel like I want to, to, to start to be in it, do I have to ask you if I can get into it or do I can just jump into it? Yeah, this is also a very important part of holacracy that everybody can uh, join meetings if they think it's it's valuable to then ask the so the circles are also there is hierarchy right we are not missing any hierarchies but it's just spread it differently so the circles also have one person who is responsible for this circle can you explain a bit what are these circles can you give an example three four five, two three examples of these circles and how do they work so we have different circles. There's the holistic circle, like the Gesamtkreis, it's called. And this is where all the minor circles are within. So this is actually the whole company. And then there is one circle, which is called back office. And then the relevant people from uh, bookkeeping and office management and stuff like that meet within this circle and discuss, can we buy uh, uh, new software licenses, blah, 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 blah. Then there is one circle which is called project management and only the project managers uh, sit in there and discuss acquisition, discuss um, uh, cash flow, discuss project status and which project needs to be more taken care of or something like that. And these are just some examples of, um, of, uh, of the different circles. And Julia and I are definitely not in all the circles, but um, we are in some with our roles. And then we are not there as Julia and Franzi, but for example, in the project management role uh, circle, I would be in my role as I am responsible for acquisition and I am responsible for strategic finance planning, for example. And of course, I can always ask the, the responsible person of this circle. So there's this one lead link, it's called, and he or she is responsible for organizing this circle. And then I can ask, for example, the back office circle, hey, uh, I have an issue. Can I join your meeting next week? Can you please invite me? And then this person needs to in has to invite me. So, yeah, it's open. Um, and I can also apply for different roles. I can also say this role is not relevant to me anymore. I want to leave it. Somebody else should take it. All that is possible. If you enjoyed this episode of this best of series, go to my website gteimpact.com or find the link in the description of this episode and sign up to receive the full series of best of episodes to enjoy every time you have 10 minutes and you want to learn something about growing your business and having a greater positive impact on this planet. Have a great day and talk to you soon.